Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I give you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. This week's guest on the podcast is one I'm so excited to bring to you. Kiara Olsen is such a gorgeous soul, beaming with knowledge in the field of natural beauty and naturopathy. Kiara is a real trailblazer in the field and runs her own beauty salon in Bendigo called Olive Leaf Skin Beauty Wellness. Olive Leaf is a dream come to fruition for her. With a desire to create a space that didn't have the stigma often associated with the beauty industry, a skin clinic was developed where clients could relax, feel heard and empowered to achieve their skin goals. She prides herself on the use of the highest quality Australian-made natural and organic products. She believes education is key to understanding the importance on reducing the toxin chemical load on the body's largest organ, the skin. She believes many factors, both internal and external, affect the skin and has a special interest educating her clients how diet, lifestyle and hormones contribute to skin health. Kiara is also completing a Bachelor of Health Science degree, naturopathy, and loves imparting her knowledge to her tribe. 
I cannot wait to share this one with you. She is so beautiful on the inside and out, and I know you will gain a heap of knowledge and aha moments for you to start implementing into your own life and start your own low-tox beauty regime. You will walk away with actionable and practical steps to take to get started right away. A little word of warning though, once you know and learn something, you can't unknow it. So in this interview, you may have profound, it may have a profound impact on the way you look at your beauty care regime. Without further ado, let's jump straight into the interview with Kiara Olson. Hello, Kiara. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited because you are my first ever interviewee on the podcast. Wow. That's intense. A little bit daunting. (laughs) Not to put any pressure on you, but (laughs) yeah. I'm so, so excited for this topic too, because we could talk all day long about, you know, exercising and moving your body and one way to excrete toxins. And then we could talk about nutrition and all the food that you could reduce toxins that way. But this is so much more, and this like paints the whole holistic picture of health. And this is why I'm so, so freaking excited to talk about this topic of low tox, natural living, natural beauty, I should say. Um, But before we dive right into that, I want to go into how you came about to do holistic skin therapy. Uh, So take us back to how you, how you got around to getting into the natural side of things. Cause obviously the, the natural, uh, so the beauty industry is so massive. So how did you hone into more of the natural side of things? There's a couple of elements to the story, but it started probably about five years ago Um, with the death of a very much-loved family member who had suffered tremendously with cancer for 10 years. Um, Not long after that, I got really sick with um, thyroid issues and I started investigating, you know, what causes thyroid issues, uh, which is an autoimmune disease, Um, you know, how how I'd had gone from having no symptoms, being completely healthy to this debilitating illness that, you know, even prevented me from me being able to make the kids' lunches for school. Um, so I really, really delved into um, the chemicals that we were exposed to, not just in our house, but in the environment. Um, and it led me to do, I don't know if you've heard of Alex Stewart. She's low-tox life um she does um online e-courses oh sorry i have heard of her yeah yep yeah yeah (laughs) so i did one of her um low-tox life courses um and then that just it just snowballed from there um i enrolled to study my naturopathy degree probably oh 12 months after that and i'm still going with that and then in the meantime, I was still working in the beauty industry um, and was finding myself really falling out of love, out of love with it. Um, because I was becoming so aware of the ingredients that I was putting on clients' skin and um, the impact that it was potentially having on them, I just found it a real struggle to go to work every day. Um, the other element to that was the fact that I've got three daughters and the beauty industry is very, as much as you can say it otherwise, it makes people look a certain way. It's very, yeah. Um, So 
for years, my girls thought that I did massages because I didn't want them to know that I went to work and, you know, there is a stigma attached to beauty therapists. And raising three daughters to love themselves and appreciate themselves for the people that they are, regardless of how they look, was what I was passionate about more than shaping their eyebrows. <laughs> mm, yeah. um, and I decided to take a break from the beauty therapy industry purely for those factors. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I just, just wasn't there. Um, and then fast forward 18 months to about 18 months ago, I had the opportunity to open my own business and I chose to do it the way I wanted to do it, which included, you know, um, really a push on education, educating people on how their skin functions rather than, you know, um, more beauty-based treatments, only using the finest natural and organic products that I could source. And, yeah, that's how it all came about, really. That's amazing. What a beautiful story. I love that. I didn't actually know um, that you'd lost someone and that's how, how you yeah. it. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. So I guess, um, you know, you can, you've just painted a really, really good picture of the harmful, you know, um, the, the harmful things around, you know, our, our beauty. But I guess for people that don't actually really understand, what is it actually doing to our bodies? One of the biggest things in Australia is that the cosmeceutical industry isn't regulated so the words natural and organic same with food it's not you can put the word natural and organic on the most chemical filled moisturizer or cleanser and there's no there's no ramifications for that mm -hmm. um they're not trademark terms they're just it's greenwashing whatever. yeah exactly greenwashing um certified organic with a certified organic icon or logo is different but the actual word organic or the actual word natural is essentially a free-for-all mm -hmm. um so there's a, a different ratio of to how much um chemicals are absorbed into our body some people say it's up to 60 percent up to 70 percent not everything that we put on our skin is absorbed it does depend on the molecular size of the chemical Mm -hmm. as to how easily it's able to diffuse it through our skin and there's various pathways as to how that can happen um so the penetration of products is a term more commonly used in the beauty industry because it allows the product to go deeper into the skin layers but then absorption of a product is actually into the bloodstream so once um, a chemical is absorbed into the bloodstream your body can work in a different a few different ways to um, metabolise the ingredient so it's excreted in your poo or wee. Um, or in some cases, which they're finding now with a couple of ingredients, it's able to be stored and accumulate, um, which has been shown with um, a chemical called parabens, which um, can store in lymph, um, in lymph tissue and has been found in breast cancer tissue. That is absolutely insane, isn't it? Yeah. Like you were saying, you had your thyroid issues. Do you put it down to what you were putting on your body? Well, 
um, when I initially got my thyroid condition, I went to the GP, I had tests done, I went and saw an endocrinologist who put me on medication. Um, and I'm not one to take medication unless I have to, but I was literally, I had to, I couldn't mm. function. Um, and then once I started doing more research, I sneakily, which is a bit naughty and I don't recommend it, but I slowly weaned myself off the medication mm-hmm. as I was changing all these things. Like it wasn't, um, I wouldn't recommend this for everyone, but I literally threw out everything and started new. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it one product at a time. It was quite a all-in kind Dramatic. of mm-hmm. shock to the whole family. Um, so, yeah, I I can't say for sure whether I just got better by myself mm-hmm. or whether those changes I made impacted it, but it's a big coincidence if not. Oh, absolutely. Um, particularly when you did such a massive dramatic change like that. I was the same. I think you can't unknow something. And when I started doing research on natural beauty and the toxins and what it was doing to our body, the deeper and deeper I got into this research, I just thought, I mean, I know for, you know, an economical or, you know, financial point of view, some people might not like to do it this way, but you and I are similar in, I literally went into the cupboard and threw everything out all at once. I I couldn't, once I knew it, I just couldn't unknow it. And I couldn't, you know, I know that there's advice out there of, you know, wait for something to finish and then go and replace that product with a non-toxic one. You know, it was just this whole feeling of, I had to get rid of it. There was no way I could continue using it. Um, And I guess for us having our conversation today, you know, you don't necessarily have to do it that way, but it is one way to do it. If you, you know, this information absorbs, so to speak, pardon the pun, um, (laughs) you know, into something, then, you know, what, I guess, but if, if someone starts thinking, well, I'm not going to go and throw out everything um, and I do want to start small, where, where can we start? Where can people start? Yep. And also what are the, the, the most harmful ingredients uh, that are found in certain products that we should be eliminating first? So I've got what's called my filthy five. Mm-hmm. So I, I narrowed down because there's literally dozens and dozens of harmful ingredients in um, products but um, I wanted to make it more digestible for people to understand. So I've got um, sodium laurel laurel sulfate, which is in um, shampoos and cleansers and anything that's got a foaming action. Mm-hmm. So when you've got a cleanser that has like big, big foam, so same with um, shampoos and dishwashing liquid and um, laundry detergents, Sodium lauryl sulfate is probably what's giving you that foaming action. What it's designed to do is remove oil. On our skin, we've got our natural protective barrier of a fat and oil layer, and that's what provides um, a barrier for our skin to stop penetrations from the environment and also water being evaporated out of our skin. So when we're using um, chemicals or an ingredient such as sodium sulfate, it's stripping that oil barrier every time we use it. Mm. So what your skin's doing is then producing more oil to compensate for the oil that you've lost. And because sodium lauryl sulfate is in a lot of um, acne ingredients because people use it to get that squeaky clean feeling because they're overproducing oil. So then it has this cascade effect of because you've stripped your oil away, you produce more oil, And then at night you cleanse again, you strip that oil away, you produce more oil, 
and it just has a flow on effect. Mm. Um, next one is triclosan, which is um, like a antibacterial, antifungal ingredient. You'll probably find it in um, a lot of hand sanitizers, especially in the environment we're in at the moment, mm-hmm. um, and deodorants. Not only is it harmful for your um, your per yourself, it's also really bad for the environment because um, it's in a lot of hand soaps as well. So we're washing it down the drain and then it goes into our waterways um, and it doesn't break down. Yeah, that's insane, isn't it? Um, the next one is a big one, which is fragrance and, and perfume. So fragrance and perfumes in our... Um, Skincare is is one of the other things that's not regulated. So if your um, product has the word fragrance or perfume on it, that could be made up of up to 3,000 different chemicals to make that um, fragrance. I remember they don't that. have to list them because it's under the fragrance category. You don't realise that if you pick up any ingre- any product in your bathroom or in your household, there are, it's a perfume, <laughs> I always like to say. That yeah, it's, perfume. It, yeah, it's perfume. It's about perfume. Yeah. Perfume without uh, the E. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And fragrance. And any time I see those two words, it goes straight back on the shelf or it's in yeah. a bin. Yeah, mm. yep, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that one's a really, really big one to avoid. Um, perfume with an E as mm-hmm. opposed to perfume without the E um, is generally made up of essential oils, but it should list that on the ingredient, whether okay. what that, what those um, essential oils or what the scent is made. Which is good, from. right? The so, essential oils yeah, is yeah, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if it doesn't say it, don't buy it. Okay. Um, the other one is phenoxyethanol. Now phenoxyethanol is a, um, a preservative, a synthetic preservative. Mm-hmm. So it was it was essentially created to replace parabens. So parabens is what we were talking about before that's been found in breast cancer tissue. Mm-hmm. Parabens are a um, preservative as well. And they're found in um, oh, a huge, huge, up to 75% of cosmetic ingredients um, or cosmetic products. And it can be listed on the... Um, They've got a bit tricky as how how they try and disguise the word paraben because people know the word paraben, so they look for it, mm-hmm. and they've so they've changed it to it can be methyl paraben, butyl paraben, or ethyl paraben. But mm-hmm. if you see the word paraben, it's no good. Um, phenoxyethanol was made to replace parabens because people were getting so conscious of parabens that they needed mm-hmm. something to use instead. And phenoxyethanol is just as bad, in my in my opinion. So if you find any product with phenoxyethanol, um, yeah, I wouldn't is that go there either. Something you'd find in like a foundation? Oh, any 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 product that needs a preservative. That's what phenoxyethanol would be in. So yeah, definitely. Mm, I was just thinking of the main ones that people are probably putting on their skin when you say things like yeah. the preservatives, because I know a lot of people say that an organic natural doesn't last as long, but, you know, I'd much rather yeah. re- be replacing that and keeping things fresh than, you know, having something with preservatives. And it's something like a foundation that would stay around for a long time. Yes. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yes. Something that needs, um, that's got a long shelf life will need a preservative. Um, 
there are some preservatives that are okay. Rosemary extract is okay. Um, but yeah, if, you've, if you're going in that paraben, phenoxyethanol, it's got a longer shelf life. And you can generally tell if, if something's got a long shelf life, then it's got to have something in there to keep it fresh. Exactly. Same with food. Yeah, mm. yeah yep. exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, another one is um, alcohols, which is a bit um, a bit iffy. Um, there are a lot of alcohols in products. Um, some of them are good and some of them are bad. Um, essentially what an alcohol does is it increases the absorption rate of other, of other ingredients. So that's what it's in there for because it's allowing the product to be able to absorb easier. So it works by stripping that skin, that oil water layer that I talked about before to allow the product to be absorbed easier. Mm-hmm. So there are some alcohols that are okay but there are some that you should avoid. One of my best tips for being able to learn your ingredients, because essentially you need to be able to do it yourself because there's not going to be someone in the, sh- in the shop with you mm-hmm. to help you decipher your ingredients. Um, there's a website called um, EGW Skin Deep Database mm-hmm. and you can literally type in products, ingredients, um, and it will bring it up and it will I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's how um, I learned. I had an app and you yes, could scan, yeah, yeah. You could yep. scan with a barcode, your barcode, you could scan it and it came oh, up. Oh, wow. It was like a traffic light system, like a green, amber yes. and red. Yeah. 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 Um, I've also got a chemical maze book. Um, I can't remember the name of the author, but it's my chemical maze, I think. And, um, it's only a tiny little book, but we have it in our kitchen and even my girls now, they know they'll go and look at ingredients on food and then they'll look it up in the book and they purely because it's got a smiley face or a happy face, a straight face or a sad face, depending on whether it's the same as the traffic light system. And they like to see whether the ingredients that they're using have a smiley face. <laughs> that is so, so amazing to teach your girls yeah, that. So, mm, so yeah, my... I'll, I'll look it up and I'll, I'll find the book and I'll send it to you so that you can let the listeners know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a really candy book to have and it's only little, so it's, you know, it's handbag size. Yeah, that's incredible. So going off your filthy five, um, yeah. your most toxic ingredients, which I love that. Thanks for sharing that. What would you say now, even if you could give us five um, products to go alongside yeah. those that could reduce, dramatically indru- indru- uh, reduce those top yeah. five, if that makes sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, what you're wanting to do is remove. Just to make it simple, I would start with removing um, products that you use for longer term on the skin. Mm-hmm. So, for example, a moisturizer or something that's going to sit on your skin for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a, mo- a moisturizer or an oil or those kind of things, I would replace first because, um, especially something that you use at night because they're being absorbed into your skin while you sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big one is the deodorant. Um, I don't know if, if you know or if listeners know, um, when we use aluminium deodorants, which is... Um, In all of the mainstream ones. majority <laughs> of antiperspirant sprayed deodorants mm-hmm. on the market, um, the aluminium clogs the pores that we have under our armpits. And essentially what they're designed to do is stop you sweating but we need to sweat to be able to detox our bodies. So when, we've, when we're prevented from that detoxing, 
our bodies will detox somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So that might be on our skin. Yeah. So once you've been using an aluminium deodorant for a long period of time, that amount of aluminium builds up. And because we've got so many lymph nodes under our armpits, it just creates a chemical <laughs> shitstorm, really. Yeah. For want of a better word. Um, yeah. So yeah, under the yeah under the armpits, the deodorant is is huge purely mm-hmm. because of the lymph nodes under the armpit. It's really good to be able to do that. Um, there are so many natural deodorants on the market now that are just as effective as an antiperspirant deodorant. Absolutely. I did so much trial and error on this one. I remember going from, (laughs) I remember when I first started using natural deodorant and I was going through them and I think you've got to just be kind of be really relaxed about it and just know that the first one that you try, is not going to be the best one. You've got to find what works for you. We're all so unique. And um, I remember trialing a couple of deodorants and it was when we were about to go to Bali and um, my partner at the time was like, that deodorant is not working. And if it doesn't work in (laughs) Bali, it does not work because you're constantly (laughs) sweating. So I went through quite a few, but my absolute all-time favorite would have to be No Pong at the moment. Um, yeah, and I know, okay. you can, I, I know you can make your own um, as well. There's so many, um, you know, good recipes out there. But yeah, yeah, I finally found one. It's a paste. A lot of people don't like paste. Yes. I've, I've become yes. so used to it now. Uh, what's yeah, your favorite? I use a paste too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, another thing that people need to realize is when they're changing from an aluminium deodorant to a natural deodorant is there is a detoxification process. So initially you will find that you might stink a lot yes. more than what you did. And that's purely those pores excreting the crap that's built up in them. That's good to know. Cause I stunk yeah. so yeah. bad. I was yes. like, how am yeah. I going to fix this? But um, yes. yeah, finally. Completely normal. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. actually really, really, really good to know. All right. So yeah. what's other ones? So we've gone through, you were saying something that's going to stick on your skin longer. So like a moisturizer yeah. or a foundation and then your deodorant um, perfume. Yeah. Yeah, perfumes a huge one. I don't actually use a perfume anymore. I haven't for years. Um, mm, I just same. use essential oils now. Same, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if you're the same, but do you find that when you're in a room with people that use perfumes, you <gasps> just can't cope? Yes, give your headache yeah. instantly. Yeah. You can, it's, you're so susceptible to it. When in the past you would just walk into a room and it wouldn't make a difference. But yeah, absolutely. Um, I even notice if someone um, hugs my daughter or my dog and then yes. I get them back and I'm like, they, they're, they're, like the smell of perfume on them is just so, so strong. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. So essential oils I'm, as a replacement. Yeah. Yeah. I'm especially noticing that with my oldest daughter, she's just started high school. And so of course all the girls are, you know, into their little, I don't even know what that smelly stuff is anymore. Uh, What's that deodorant that we used? Oh, the, the, yeah. Like the, um, not links. Um, Oh, no, you yeah, don't. you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, you know the one, you know, the early scents with the butterflies and stuff on it. Yes. She'll come in, she'll hop in the car after she gets home from school and I'm like, oh, oh gosh. Did you spray something? <laughs> what? I know someone listening to this is going to be screaming it out, but I know exactly what you're talking know, about. That's yeah. going to bug me now. But yeah, yes. that, I mean, and that, for someone listening that doesn't actually understand how dangerous or harmful that is, how harmful is something like that? Because that's got a lot of synthetic. Oh, fragrances yeah 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 as as i said before yeah yeah exactly exactly um like i said before that word fragrance can be made up of up to three thousand different chemicals that they don't have to list Mm -hmm. um yeah and your kids are putting on them every day breathing it in 
Yeah. It's not just, you know, the absorption in your skin, it's the inhalation of it too, that uh-huh. you're getting a double whammy of it. Yeah. Um, and when you do change it over, like you said, you'll be more susceptible. You actually notice it's so much more. It'll take a couple of months to get there, but then you just notice yeah. that the difference in it, even um, makeup. I remember I used recently, I just a foundation, I had a photo shoot and I, I used a non-natural um, one yeah. and it, I could just feel it on my skin all day. Yeah. I mean, it did the job. It looked great for the photos, but um, it was just, I could feel it. I noticed the difference and it was just so much exactly. thicker and um yeah, it's just yes. amazing the difference. So once you do it, you've got it. You've really got to stick to it for quite a while. What what is before you know you're getting the benefits and then you give you're living that natural life. But what if someone's listening right now, going but but if I don't have those active ingredients or I don't have those um, yeah. you know those chemicals in my products, they're not going to work. What would you say to that? Yeah. I'm a big believer in that your your skin will function if given the correct resources, whether those resources are what you're eating internally or whether what you're putting on the outside, mm-hmm. your skin knows how to function. It's That's what it's designed to do. It, um, it does it on its own without you having to think about it. Yeah. If you are giving the right ingredients in what you're eating, making sure you're hydrating it well, um, you're using the best plant-based products that you can find, the closest you know, I only use the products that are as close to nature as I can find them mm-hmm. because that's what's, what's designed, how our, how our bodies are designed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, will, it will do it for itself. It I will work for that. itself. It's not for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of like to think of it as, you know, everything we do has an effect. Everything has a ripple effect. It's just how much of a ripple you want to make. Yes. It's completely up to you how you... Um, you know, it might be just one ingredient or one product that you want to change, or you might want to go the whole hog and do it all at once. And it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's up to you. You can't be forced to change if you don't want to change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you don't know what you aren't taught when you're, when you become aware of um, the impact of not what, just what you're doing to your body, but what you're doing to the environment and the people around you and how you're living and, how much more fulfilling it could be to reduce the toxic load in your day-to-day life. You'll see improvements in every aspect of your life. Oh my goodness. I love that so, so much. I had someone ask me recently, what's the difference? Cause they wanted to go on this low tox journey and particularly they wanted to do it across all across the board, not only for their food, it was for their beauty and for their household as well. And they said, what was the biggest thing that you've noticed in your body? And I love that you said that. Uh, and the biggest thing um, I said is so your body just doesn't have to work so hard. I feel exactly. like, you know, I, my gut issues uh, have, you know, increased dramatically. I feel like my body's just not, I don't feel heavy or sluggish or, you know, I just feel this lightness in myself. And, and that's from that whole holistic approach because your body's not going to bed at night trying to process and churn through all these toxins and, you know, all these chemicals that you've put in your body. I just feel so much and I know this sounds a bit woo-woo, but I feel so much closer to nature and I feel so much more, you know, real natural in everything that you do, the foods that you put in your body, the way you move, you know, it's just, it's just this had this dramatic effect. And it's not just like I said at the start, moving our body to exercise and put and eating a couple of, you know, healthy foods. It is this whole holistic approach to what we are putting on our body and how is that absorbing into your body as well? Because 
I mean, you've probably seen it in the industry as well. Someone rocking up going, oh my God, I've got terrible skin. I've got terrible acne. Help me, fix me, put all these things on the outside. These, you know, masks and facials and, you know, all these, you know, quite harsh procedures on their, on their body. But if they're not doing the right thing everywhere else, it's just this kind of bandaid fix, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. So true. So true. I see it all the time, Mm. all the time. So going into, um, I know that there's certain foods and nutrition um, and you, you're educated in this way as well, is what are the kind of top, um, I know water is the biggest thing in terms of, um, you know, drinking more water to, for, our, for our skin benefits as well. But what are the main foods, a couple of main foods that you would, you would recommend if you could name top five main foods for your skin? Yeah. What, yep. what would you recommend? So essential fatty acids are huge um, for skin health. Essential fatty acids are in things like um, nuts and seeds, avocado, um, salmon, mm-hmm. trout. Um, and why essential fatty acids are so good for our skin is because um, our skin cell membranes, the outside of the cell is made up of essential fatty acids. Mm-hmm. So as our skin cells age, because we've got different layers of skin, when they start as a baby cell, they're full and plump and full of all this organic goodness and then surrounded by this essential fatty acid or lipid membrane. As it travels up the layers of our skin, as the cells age, they break apart and the outside the cell membrane actually forms that lipid and oil barrier that protects our skin. So for your skin to function, correctly you need a really really good intake of essential fatty acids to provide that protective barrier on our skin because essentially that is the be all and end all of all skin um, concerns is a poor lipid layer Mm -hmm. so Australians are notoriously low in essential fatty acid intake Um, Mediterranean diet is really really good Um, but an essential fatty acid supplement, if you're not getting it in your diet, can be really, really beneficial for skin health. That's um, the nuts and seeds and, um, and fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, zinc and magnesium is also really good. Um, we need zinc for wound healing in our skin. So if you've got um, uh, acneic skin or you, you get hormonal breakouts that take forever and ever and ever to heal, you know, those, those ones on your chin that just, they're there mm-hmm. for a, day and then you can't get rid of them for weeks zinc is your friend how do you Um, find zinc how do you eat zinc so zinc's in like green leafy veggies Mm -hmm. so making sure that you're getting plenty of um green leafy vegetables all um berries and things like that too are amazing for antioxidants to help fight free radical damage in the skin not just in the skin but our whole our whole body as well um i do actually have a test at, at the clinic that I can do to test people's zinc levels um, and then determining on determined on how that test comes back, um, whether they can actually get it from their diet or whether it needs to be supplemented if it's too low. 
So if you were, so, so listening to this and you, you have your takeaways to take away from this, this is what mm-hmm. I'm really, really, really big on is just keeping everything as, as simple as possible um, and to take away and go, all right, I'm going to start doing this. And what you just suggested there with the food is amazing. Um, what we've yeah. gone through with the, um, the, the top ingredients to start replacing is also amazing. How would you go about now a basic skincare routine? Because, I mean, we can so overcomplicate things. We think, all right, well, if we're going to go and replace all our products, that's going to be so expensive and we have to replace everything. And, you know, some people's minds are probably already boggling about all this, but let's go right back to the basics and let's look at a really basic skincare routine and what you could use in an, you know, obviously in a natural format. The most basic skincare routine that I will generally introduce everyone to as a start is a cleanser, a day moisturizer and a night oil. Mm-hmm. The reason for the night oil is because um, I'm a big believer in uh, using an oil at night purely because it's able to absorb into the skin better than a cream. So a cream is really good for um, during the day because it sits on the skin and provides an extra barrier on the skin, but it's not as easily absorbed because oils have similar molecular size to our skin oils. It's able to penetrate through our cells and go onto a deeper layer of the skin. So because when we're sleeping, our skin's restoring and regenerating and rejuvenating, um, it's able to do that work for us without us having to, you know, put extra active ingredients in. So I always recommend an oil at night time, any skin type. Um, And then the positive of using an oil at night is that you don't have to cleanse your skin in the morning because what you're essentially, why you're needing to cleanse in the morning is because you've put a cream on, so you've got to remove that cream. Mm -hmm. So because you've used an oil at night time, it's effectively absorbed by the time you've woken up in the morning. Splash your face with water, your day moisturiser, and then at night time you'd cleanse and use your night oil. So that's three products, as simple as it gets. Um, And then over time you can incorporate other products if needed, only if needed. Um, But essentially I only use three products. Every now and again I'll throw something else in. but yeah, for a day-to-day, I, I use three three things. That is amazing. I love that. That's such good advice because I think people think, oh gosh, I need the eye cream and then I need the all these serums and then, you know, I mean, you can get de- deep into that as you go along, but I love that you can just start off with that. Um, and like yeah. you said, going back yeah. to the whole, you know, greenwashing thing and how to avoid that is if you're looking for products, make sure that it is certified organic um, and using yes. that certified organic logo, which you yes. may, be familiar, may be familiar with um, for those yes. listening. But yeah, that's, I love that. That's so simple. Yeah. Yeah. So simple. Um, and if you can't find um, that certified organic logo, doesn't mean that the product's no good. You just need to be able to decipher those ingredients so education educating yourself is you know the best tool that you're going to have in terms of living a low tox life absolutely and like you said we can go onto that website um that was it ew egw skin deep skin deep database yep yeah amazing you can look it up look that up and um even if you just start going through your your cupboards now and having a little bit of a look around and download one of these apps even and you know scan it and just see see what kind of products you you are putting on your skin and if it comes up red you know um it's your decision if you either continue to use that product then throw it out or to 
throw it out and then just start off yeah. fresh. Um, it is up to you. Like you said, you, like I was saying, you can't unknow something once you know something and you and I are both exactly. testament to how it actually feels. Like I can't get, I can't drill that enough. It's just, you just feel so, I don't know, just light and healthy and your body's just easily churned through things. It easily does its thing. It detoxifies, you know, not to say that we're, we both have, you know, perfect bodies or perfect skin. It's just like you, you're allowing your body to do its thing naturally. That's that at the end exactly. of the day, that's what it's all about. Um, and then you will find that you don't get sick as, as much. Your immune system will be higher because your body's not trying to do everything else. And then it gets to your immunity last. Like there's so many other benefits and where you may even be spending a little bit more on natural. I mean, you're saving on your medical costs and you know, all your extra vitamins and it, the, the list just goes on, doesn't it? Exactly. In some cases, um, especially in um, the cosmeceutical industry, natural products aren't necessarily more expensive either. You, mm-hmm. you really, yeah, it's, um, you do your research and you'll find that they're not as expensive as you think. Yeah. And speaking of research and educating, like you were just saying, how can we, um, I know you offer um, very in-depth appointments and consultations and education. How can we find out more information from you? Yeah, you can go to my website, which is oliveleafwellness.com.au. Um, a little bit about me on there. Um, I do online skin consults at the minute because obviously I can't treat in the clinic. Yes. Um, people can contact me on Facebook or Instagram if they've got any questions and I'm happy to answer them. Amazing. We'll definitely do that. Um, and when you are back up and running, uh, you'll be in clinic and people will be able to see you face to face. I cannot wait for that. Yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> me too. I miss everyone's faces. I know there's nothing like um, human interaction is there. I think a lot of people are missing that at the moment, but um, thank you so much, Kiara. We have learned so, so much. And um, you know, I I really hope that um, the listeners can take away a few, a few key things to just head into their, their bathroom cupboard now heading to their makeup bag and go, all right, I'm going to start replacing this. Or, you know, I, I really don't, feel like I need to be using this anymore and you know whether it's your perfume or or your deodorant and yeah thank you so much you're welcome you're most welcome thanks for having me Thank you so much for taking the time today to have a listen. And my hope is you got something out of this interview. You got practical, actionable steps to take to implement into your everyday life because that is what this podcast is all about. Really, really basic, simple steps that you can implement into your life right away to overhaul and enhance your overall wellness. Uh, you can reach out to Kiara over on her Instagram account. It is at Olive Leaf Wellness and give her some love. I would also love to hear or receive some of your love over on my Instagram as well. And that is un- at Haley underscore Morecambe. Jump over onto the post about this interview and I'd love to hear your comments, your feedback uh, and anything else that you'd like to hear in this podcast. Sending so much love until next time. <laughs>